Hello, welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for July 27, 2020. I'm your host, Kenny, and this is a Q&A session uh, for the iPhones, iPads, Apple TVs, uh, Apple Watch, and all your iOS-type devices. Just a couple of uh, rules. Please announce yourself. Um, if you have a comment or question, and wait to be called on by either myself or Sonia. And also remember to mute yourself because this is being recorded for archiving, archiving as well as um, you know you can listen to it on our website. So if you're not uh, speaking, please mute yourself and also. Um, just, uh, you know, for clarity for the recording. Alrighty, um, I guess we're ready for you, Michael. Okay, thanks, Kenny. All right, so <clears throat> things coming up in the coming week for iBug. Just a couple of things here. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday, the 28th, July 28th, we've got our iBug Macintalk. And that's uh, for people that are Mac users or Mac wannabe users. It's a similar format to this meeting. It's just an open Q&A kind of help session. And it, uh, you can come in and ask questions about Mac. Uh, occasionally we'll do some demos of different features and things like that. So Chanel Allen is the facilitator for that. And that is at 7 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Central Time here on this same Zoom link. So please join us for that. And then uh, our popular Friday night at the virtual movies. Uh, this week, just a little preview for those of you that are on our Monday night call. Our movie this week uh, is going to go is going to be a little comedy so we can put away the uh, tissues that we all had out last week and uh, it takes place actually back in the days of the gangsters and uh, there was actually a witness of the St. Valentine's Day massacre and the uh, actually the original Odd Couple is in that film. If that gives you any hint, uh, another hint: the uh, leading lady.
All right, so if you haven't figured that out by now, our feature for this Friday is the movie Some Like It Hot with featuring Marilyn Monroe, Tony Curtis, and uh, Jack Klugman. So it should be a fun night, so come join us for that. That's an old 50s movie. And it should be a lot of fun. So that's Friday, 8 p.m., movie start time. You can join us early at 7.30 p.m. for our uh, pre-movie social time. And then stick around afterwards for a discussion of the movie, of the film. So love to have everybody join us for that. Uh, if you... Uh, Let's see, again, that's on the same Zoom line and uh, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so that's uh, the, as far as events coming up uh, in the coming week. Uh, we have our, on our, if you wanna keep track of what's going on in iBug, other meetings coming up in the coming month, you can always go to our website, ibugtoday.org. I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y dot O-R-G. And then you can always uh, also go to our Facebook groups page, facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. Uh, you can uh, just click on the join button there and uh, sign, sign up there and get information regarding upcoming events, uh, announcements, and also if you have questions in between these Monday night calls, you can post them there. So please uh, join us there. We have uh, people monitoring that that can answer those questions that you post. Then uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at iBugToday. And you can email us at ibugtoday at gmail.com. Um, we have, you know, a number of different group trainings, eight group trainings a month. And also we have different social events, book club. Actually, I guess I should go ahead and announce the book club since it's need to get started on the reading. Uh, it'll be coming up on uh, August the... 13th, I believe, it's the second Thursday of the month, and we're reading the book Educated, a memoir by Tara Westover. It's a really good book, been on the uh, New York bestsellers list. So you're welcome to join us for that. And we have a individual training for, especially for new people, uh, to the iPhone, you can uh, go on our website, iBugToday.org, and scroll way down. There's a section called the iBug Jumpstart Mentoring Program. There you'll find a form you can fill out and send that in, and we will get you matched up with one of our advanced users who will work with you one-on-one -on, -one, uh, on a weekly basis over a period of a couple of months to uh, get you up and going using the uh, iPhone. So. Anyway, so that's some of the things we're up to. Uh, that's pretty much the announcements for tonight. And I'm going to turn it back over to you, Kenny.
All right. Thank you, Michael. All right. We'll start off by announcing who we are and where we're from. I'm Kenny from Missouri, and probably, probably y'all might have to unmute yourselves. This is Herbie in Houston. Welcome. This is Mary in Dallas. Welcome. Mark in Montreal. Welcome. Billy from Houston. Welcome. Jerry in Vermont. Welcome. Chanel this, in Houston. <clears throat> Welcome. This is Stephen from Austin. This is Earl from Toronto, Canada. All right. Welcome. Welcome. This is Michael from Houston. Welcome. This is Keflin from Houston. Welcome. Thanks. Brandy from Austin. Welcome. This is Keith in Austin. Welcome. Kelsey from Cleveland. Welcome. This is Sandia from Houston. Welcome. And Michael, the eyebrow guy from Houston. And welcome. All right. Do we have anybody else that has not announced ourselves? Elisa and Porter. Welcome. This is David from Houston. Welcome. This is Aaron from Pennsylvania. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Welcome, everybody. Um, do we have any first-time callers? Anybody that's never called in? Over here. Um, I'll just remember, you can announce yourself before you speak. Okay, go ahead. Um, this is Aaron from Pennsylvania, and I'm a first-time caller. Awesome. Well, welcome, Aaron. This is, um, sorry, this is Earl from Toronto, and I'm uh, a first-time caller as well. Uh, okay, hold up. For all the new people, first-time callers, you're gonna, <laughs> we're going to ask you uh, how you heard about iBug and what kind of devices you have. So a couple of yep. questions. All right, we'll start with Aaron. Um, how did you hear about us, and what um, type of devices do you have? <laughs> I have an iPhone and I also have a Mac. Oh, all and right. I heard What's... about you through uh, my good friend Herbie. All, all right. right. What what type of iPhone do you have? iPhone 6s Plus. All right, awesome. It's a nice phone. Yeah. All right. It is. Okay. Um, who else is a first time caller? This is Earl, and I'm a first time caller. All right, welcome, Earl. Um, how'd you hear about us, and uh, what type of devices do you have? Well, I've heard about you from several email lists and from my friend Mark Bayarjan in Montreal. Um, I have an iPhone 11. I have an Apple Watch Series 5. I've had several Macs over the years. I also have an iPad Pro 11-inch 2018 model. All right, awesome. Should have asked him what he does not have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, and if he wants to give anything away, I'll take it. Montreal's not that far. It might even be worth it. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> there you go. You have takers for your, your, your stuff. I, I know what he does not have. He probably doesn't have a Mac with the home button. All right. Okay. Anybody else? Is there any other new callers, first-time callers? Uh, I'm not a first-time caller. And, okay. All righty. Well, um, welcome, everybody. And um, this, we'll get it started. Um, who has a question or a comment? Okay. Quiet crowd. So remember, if you have a question, just uh, you yep, know, just unmute yourself. And, yeah. Yep. This is Mary in Dallas. Okay, Mary. And I have a question. I have a iPhone uh, SE twenty twenty, and I've been enjoying that. And I had a success before that. But the only bug that I've experienced with my new SE2020 is I've been using it with my Orbit Reader Braille display, and I've, I've been reading Kindle books and doing uh, Duolingo Spanish apps, and it's been working great with the display, but sometimes when I go to disconnect the display and the phone, and I uh, take my phone and go somewhere else, and I go into um, text or type something on the keyboard, no keyboard comes up. Oh, and wow. I'm not able to type yeah. or dictate or do anything. And the only way that I'm able to fix it is to turn the phone off and back on. And I've had this happen twice and I'm just puzzled as to what could be causing it. It does sound like a bug. Um, how are you um, disconnecting it? I am turning the Orbit Reader off first, and then okay. that makes it, uh, that disconnects it, and then I've tried turning my Bluetooth off as well, and the typing capability still doesn't come back unless I've turned the phone off and back on. Wow, that is, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible bug. And you have the latest- Okay, hang on a second. Um, all right, I will go with um, Chanel, and I, I want to say I think it was um, Kelsey. So, which uh, version of iOS are you running? Are you running the latest version? As far as I know, I am. I got my phone on June the fifth, and so yes. I'm and I. Okay. I'm running uh, the version that was on my phone when yeah. I got it. Okay, um, one thing you can try is there's a Braille display command. It's the um, space with dots one, four, five, six, so the this chord, uh, to okay. toggle off the display of the keyboard. Um, that may or may not help you. Sometimes I know I've had the same troubles before, but sometimes that command will help. Okay. Um, so do I hit it, I guess, when the display is connected? Yeah, maybe before you want to disconnect um, or if you're having, if you still, if you can't see your keyboard and the Braille display is still connected and um, 
you know, you're going to type on your phone and you can't get the keyboard to come up, um, go ahead and uh, press that and that should show the keyboard. Okay, I will try that. That might Thank help. You. you might have to do that in combination with turning voiceover back off and on or on and whatever off and back on, but um, that should help. At least it has for me. So. Yeah, I will try that. But yeah, I mean, I literally had to turn the phone, I mean, power off the phone to make Yeah, it and the next time I use my Orbit with the iPhone, because I haven't had that problem in a while, but the next time I use it, I will see what I do and see if I have that problem as well. Okay, and but if I you haven't ever had did, it in it'll a while. Work, yeah, it'll work for a while, and then it'll just all of a sudden randomly decide, oh, I'm not going to let her type anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, I hope that helps. Thank you. I think, and the latest version of iOS is 13.6. So that's the latest version. Let me see, check and see what I'm running. Yeah, 13.6. Okay, I think the next person was, I, I thought I heard Kelsey. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, a couple things. First off, just a, a minor correction. Uh, that command to show or hide the on-screen keyboard is space with dots one four six chord, not uh, not one four five six chord. Okay, one four six. Okay, thank you. Yep, and um, there's also if you go under um, if you go under settings, accessibility, and voiceover, and then Braille, uh, there's a setting in there that says show on-screen keyboard. If that by default that's turned off so you may want to try toggling that on to see what happens but those are the two things that i would do before turning the phone off and back on again okay all right this is steven okay i heard steven and i think herbie yeah yeah, yeah. um i i'm pretty sure that iOS 13.6 has come out since June, and that is, you're right, that is the latest update. Um, I, I want to say it was earlier this month. I don't know when exactly, but uh, usually when they give you the phones, they don't always have the latest update. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure 13.6 has been out since June. Yeah, yeah that's why I gave you the uh, version number. Uh, I think we had Herbie and then Chanel. Yes. Um, you know, just real quick, and uh, Chanel is also an expert, so you can tell me this too, but you mentioned turning off the phone and turning it back on to fix the problem. Have you tried just turning off voiceover and turning it back on? Um, I, I think I did, because um, I've been toggling it on and off a lot lately, and I've been doing different things, and it just, the only thing I could find that fixed it was turning it all the way off and then back on. All right, Neil, and then one other option, I wonder if it would work um, instead of resetting the phone, though it's maybe just as cumbersome as going to keyboards, unselecting the default keyboard and reselecting it, if that would do it in the general settings in general. Again, maybe it's a bit cumbersome, but. Hmm. Yeah, just something else to try because, I mean, turning it on and off is a little, yeah, cause it takes it a while to, to reboot. You're going, okay, are you coming on yep. or not? <laughs> right. We got lots of good suggestions there, Mary. Yeah, thank you. That's very helpful. Hopefully one of those will definitely fix your issue. All right, Chanel? 
I just forgot. I'm actually not running the latest iOS. I'm a couple behind because of my Dexcom, but um, thanks for the right. correction on the cord. And yeah, I would also suggest turning voiceover off and back on. And that's all I have to say. All right. And just for everyone's edification, the cord was space one four six. Yeah. All right. Who else has a comment or question? All righty. This is Billy. Go ahead, Billy. Uh, mentioned Chanel uses a Dexcom. Um, I have the Dex uh, Dexcom uh, G8. Is that the same app that I that everybody else is using for the uh, for their G seven G eight products? The G eight sensor. Uh, this is Chanel. I, Go ahead, Chanel. Sorry yeah. to speak up again, but um, I am. <laughs> I've heard last year that they were coming out with a G7, but I just got my G6, you know, insurance and issues. So I am using the Dexcom G6 app. I don't know anything about the G8, uh, but it sounds, well, I'll have to look into it. But yeah, I'm just using the G6 app. Gotcha. And it's fully accessible? Yes, but now I do know that I could not use my G5 with the G6. So okay. you have to use the app that corresponds with the version or go to Dexcom.com slash compatibility. That's what I'm always checking to see what version of iOS they're compatible with. Cool. Thank you, Chanel. All right. Awesome. Nice information. All right. Thanks, Chanel. Who else has a comment or a question? Yeah, this is Jerry from Vermont. All right, go ahead, um, Jerry. Uh, I had two, but, but I want to I want to stick with one, the more more important one right now. I am the owner of two groups.io groups, and there used to be a way to get to your list um, so that you can add people and see who's who's still on there and and all of that stuff. Um, and I cannot seem to get that button at the top that says, you know, um, I, I guess you go in to manage your subscriptions and then there should be a button that will bring you those lists down and I, I'm not getting there. So if anybody is doing that sort of thing, uh, I, I'd, be, I'd be grateful for the help. Thanks. Okay. Well, that's a email list question, which I, don't run any groups.io lists. So I'm, <laughs> um, thanks for your question. Alrighty. Um, who else has any comments or questions? Well, I think maybe this is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. I, think we, I don't know if anybody has, I mean, I thought uh, maybe somebody in our group runs one of the IOs. Maybe Chanel does. Do you know Chanel or have any thoughts? 
I just run Google groups. Oh, I'm sorry. I spoke yeah. out of turn. It's Chanel. Uh, go ahead, Chanel. Uh, Chanel? Yeah, I, I run Google groups, and I find in general, though, I would much rather administer and uh, set those options on the computer. I haven't tried on the phone, but um, I, I'm sorry. I was kind of tuning out to the question because I'm, I run Google groups, but I don't know. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, he has a couple of groups.io and he was looking for a certain button where it would show both his groups at the same oh. time or both his lists at the same time. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, like usually when I log into Google, it shows the groups, but that's Google. So um, I don't know if you can, I've ever seen an option to show both at the same time though in any listserv thing, but I've never dealt with groups.io, so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to start my own group and figure it out. A <laughs> couple of groups. All right. Okay, thanks. I, uh, I, I really, it's Jerry again. I really, um, I'll, I, I think I will just start to administer them on the Mac. Maybe I'll come to your thing tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Chanel and... Uh, Ask her the question again. I don't know. We'll see. Thanks. All right. All right. Who has any questions or comments? All righty. And this is Sandhya, just right, to remind ahead, people of how to unmute and so forth. You, you know, if you're on your iPhone, you have a, it's at the bottom left corner, the mute and unmute button. And on a Mac, it's a command shift A and on a PC, it's all day. So. This is Steven. Go ahead, Steven. So I, I'm going to, probably direct this as much at David as I guess anyone else that just because it came up last week, we were talking about the Instacart app and how it had made some changes. Um, especially with when you're in your items and it doesn't allow you, it, it doesn't seem to have the adjust value to add things to cart just by swiping up. And I had mentioned that if you um, go into like if you if you are on the home page and you go to the store that you want and you click on more items that it should do that well i found out it actually does not do that when you when you click on more items it actually takes you to your items tab and the same problem occurs one thing i will say though is uh, one other thing you can try is if you add items items to your favorites it will allow you to swipe up with one finger and add as much to your cart as you want, uh, which it, especially for items that you buy a lot, that's that's what I do. I just add them to my favorites. But yeah, the your items thing, it, it even is the same problem. Even if you're on the home page and you click on the more items tab, it, it just essentially takes you to that other tab. So I would try just favoriting a lot of the items that you buy, you know, on a regular basis, and you should be able to do it then. Although I've had some major issues with Instacart on a quality service basis, so I don't know if I'll be using them anymore. But anyway, 
that's that's my correction from last week after the call. I discovered that it, it actually wasn't quite what I thought it was. So I hope okay. that helps. Oh, that's a good tip. And Stephen, I had a question. Is there any limit to what you can add to your favorites? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I have quite a few in mind and uh, I, I don't, if there is one, it, it's probably a huge amount. I wonder if we can somehow reach out to Instacart and see if they can make that feature available into their item list. Um, like they have. It would be helpful because it's, because what you have to do for those that you may not remember, and you have to just swipe to the, you, you basically have to click on the item and it takes you into the screen where you can add it to your cart instead of just swiping up with one finger and boom, there it is. Yeah. It, well, so it's, it's frustrating. Well, this is content, the Instacart, Instacart people. All right. Well, thanks for that um, tip, uh, Stephen. All right, go ahead, go Keith. Ahead. The way I've been working around it is I just add the items to my cart and I go adjust everything in the cart. And especially uh, with new items, I'm changing the instructions and everything anyway. But I believe I just ordered some last week. And I believe if you do a search, you can also still continue to do the flick up. Is that correct, Stephen? It seems like you could. But it was just in the items list that, that uh, flick up was uh, not working. You know what? I haven't tried that with the search. Uh, you mean when you're just searching for a new item in the search HEB tab? Right, right. Yeah. I have not tried that. David, have you? Oh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, go thanks ahead, David. For, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, tip on the favorites. I kind of forget about the favorites. I should do more of that. Um, but, yeah, it does work on the search. If you do a, a search by name, any of the results that come up, you can add them with the uh, swipe up. Yeah, it's some, for some reason it works in that screen. Like you said, on that, that first screen that comes up uh, until you hit the more items and then, then it stops yeah. working, you know. But, uh, and I guess you said it works on the favorites list. So there's, it kind of partially works in about, what, 40% of the uh, places you want it to work. <laughs> this is Keith. All right. Um, no, hang on. Second, let me say something. Um, for those of you who'd like to speak, um, I realize someone has raised their hand. Um, you don't have to raise your hand. You could just kind of, you know, kind of break in the conversation and say your first name. Uh, all right. Um, go ahead, Keith. The other thing I was going to mention is they, they did change the uh, item page up a little bit. And before you used to have to go, uh, swipe down to the bottom and find the the change quantity and add to cart. And they've also put a put one of those at the top of the page. So even if you have to open up the item list, you can just swipe there right at the top of the page and adjust the value and add it to your cart. Okay, so they had two two places. That's that's pretty cool. This is Linda. All right, um, go ahead, Linda. Um, I usually do a search for my items and Instacart and I usually just flick to the right and then it asks me how many I want, you know, one, two or three. And then you just double tap on the number and it'll put it in my cart. Um, one thing that I haven't been able to find, I actually did my shopping yesterday. I was looking for toilet paper and uh, paper towels and I would type in toilet paper by itself 
and nothing would come up, or I'd type in Charmin, nothing would come up, or I'd type in Viva and paper towels, and nothing would come up, which I thought was very strange. Is there another shortage coming, or is that a... <laughs> this is Stephen. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about toilet paper. It's, it's wipes that, and disinfectant wipes that seem to be the shortage. Uh, one thing I have found, Linda, there have been times when I've typed in paper towels, and there have been a couple times where it says first available, which basically means you're going to get whatever is there. Uh, that happened to me recently. I think I ended up with Sparkle, which is not the greatest of paper towels, but it is paper towels. So it, it, it could be just depending on when you are searching for the item. It, it may be during a time where there are just absolutely none in stock. And then there may be other times where they may have some in stock, but I think the, the safe thing that they do now is just say best available. So that, that's happened to me a couple of times. Oh, right. uh, Kevin here. Okay, well, thank you there, Stephen. All right, go ahead, Kevin. Um, just wanted to say hi to you guys. This is the first time me joining one of these, so yeah. <laughs> um, to, um, this isn't related to the Instacart because I don't use Instacart, but um, just out of curiosity, you guys had a website and stuff for what topics we'll be talking about on one, or what do I get? Well, this is a Kevin. Welcome, and um, this is a question and answer session about iOS products or or questions um, such as if you had a you know a question about your iOS device uh, and I have a couple of questions um, where did you hear about us and what devices do you have um, the only device I have as far right now I have an iPhone 7 32 gigabyte uh, black unlocked phone right now um, and I also have a Mac 13 uh, MacBook Pro 13 inch retina display as well okay cool and and where did you hear about us? Uh, about uh, actually, my uh, Herbie, uh, actually Herbie and his wife uh, Chanel actually told me uh, about you guys. All right, awesome. Okay. Yeah, so do where do you, I get, where do I get more info about the the group and stuff? Where do I get the uh, the? Is it you okay, guys we, we have a website. It's www.ibugtoday.org. Ibug, I the bug. Yep, yep. www.ibug T O D A Y dot O R G. Mm -hmm. And there you can find out about um, archived uh, recordings, uh, deep dives, and our Jumpstart mentoring program, as well as other exciting things that iBug today, uh, iBug does. Okay. So and your name is? My name is Kenny. Kenny? Nice to meet you. And uh, nice yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll look at that website. And does it have the schedule of upcoming bonars as well in there too? What was your question? Does it have the schedule of upcoming webinars as well on there too? Um, I'm not sure if it has a this schedule. I'll go ahead, Sonia. Yeah, it'll tell you, and we will. It will tell you when the different meetings take place. And at about at eight thirty, we're going to go over all the. Uh, announcements again. So if you can hang tight, we will review the announcement that, at that point. But okay, they are on the website. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. And You're yeah, I'll, look for, I'll, I'll stay, stick around for that when you guys talk about that. So, yep. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you, uh, Sunny. That's Sunny, right? That was talking. Oh uh, yes, Sonia. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sonny. Thank you. 
This is Herbie. All right, go ahead, Herbie. You're uh, just a quick tip on toilet paper shopping. Um, I, this is at least a true my area. So when Linda had mentioned not being able to find, find toilet paper, you know, I did a search, you know, in my local HEB on Instacart and couldn't find any, but I did get results on Costco. So if you have Costco in your area, that may be worth looking into. Man, I'm going to have to get a Costco card as soon as they build the Costco. This is Herbie. Go ahead, hurry. You do not need a Costco card to shop Costco on Instacart. Right, right, right. I was just saying, you know. Yeah, Uber okay. Actually, but I, I, I'm just in my area, sure we're actually getting a Costco. They just have to build it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, I actually, um, after I completed my order, I just um, texted my shopper and asked her to look for what I needed. And she found the brands I needed and just what I needed and added it to my cart. Oh, cool. So they can do that. That's awesome. Yeah. This is Keith. All right. Go ahead, Keith. You can also, real quick, just go to your orders uh, at the top, tap on your account and your orders and open up your current order that's being shopped. And if you uh, tap on like say the it lists 21 items tap tap on that and there is a place where you can text your shopper there and a lot of times my shoppers will text me to begin with and you can go in settings and allow them to text you but i've also kind of like linda something that wasn't shown to be in stock and i just mentioned hey can you look out for this and of course they found it so I, I recommend if something is out of stock that you're wanting to at least get them to look for it. Okay, so they might not have correct uh, inventory, uh, the Instacart. This is Herbie. All right, go ahead. Thanks, Keith. Go ahead, Herbie. So I actually have an interesting Instacart question. So one problem I've been dealing with lately is a lot of my shoppers when something is out of stock and they ask me about replacements you know sometimes they don't go through you know the instacart thing i get a text from them and they like to send me photos and say uh, what, what do you want out of this photo and i'm just curious if other people have been dealing with that and how do you unless you know if you can't see like i can't how do you handle that situation especially this is steve. english may not be their first language all right go ahead steve oh well yeah, I don't know about the English first language thing. I mean, if they usually what I do is when I find out who is shopping for me, I send them a text and I just tell them, you know, thanks. I usually start out by saying thanks for shopping for me today. I am totally blind. So just an FYI, please don't send photos of possible replacements. Just tell me what they are and I'll approve or, or not approve. So I usually just do it right off the bat. Most of the time they'll, respond and say sure no problem or you know sometimes they don't but that's how i usually handle it i just tell them off right off the top all right and just as a tip for those of you who don't know you can go to settings um keyboards and then um, text replacement and make you a shortcut to a, a phrase and you can that way you can just type a maybe a two or three letters of your choice and a space, mm -hmm. and it'll always populate the shortcut of text. So yep. text replacement. Um, I do that for my address and email addresses, so I won't have to continually type in like an email address or something. 
works out pretty good. All right. Um, thanks for that tip, uh, Stephen. Sure. All right. Who else has a comment or a question? Kelsey. Go ahead, Kelsey. Okay. Um, I have a interesting uh, issue going on with Siri. I have a person in my contacts who has the same last name as another contact. So when I try to call my counselor with Vogue Rehab who has the same last name as my other contact, Siri dials the other contact. So she will not call my counselor. That is interesting. Um, you, this is Kenny. Usually with the similar name contacts, I will go in one contact and modify it in such a way where Siri can differentiate and kind of tell what's what. Uh, for example, it could be as simple as changing their um, type of like either mobile or iPhone or whatever to something else, maybe Maine or home or something like that. And um, so I'll say, like, call uh, Kenny, you know, uh, home. And um, even though I might have several Kennys in there, it will uh, know, okay, you want to call this person's home. And maybe the other people don't have, you know, mobile, you know, home numbers. They might have iPhone or mobile or work or whatever. And it'll uh, tell the difference and call that person. This is Terry. All right, go ahead, Terry. Um, my phone usually will ask me, do you want to call, call this name or this name? And, and um, I don't know whether it's there are multiple first, same first names or multiple same surnames like Johnson it's, or it's last you know. name. But, but uh, but but if there are even last names, she'll still ask me, do you want to call Linda Johnson or Marvin Johnson or whatever it is? Now, I don't know if there's a setting in the iPhone that that you can turn on to make that happen, but mine's always done that from day one. So I, I almost, I don't know that I've ever had that issue because she yeah, always clarifies this is her the number that I want My to call. My phone's not doing that. Hmm. It's just uh, calling that other contact. Okay, and, and you have the latest 13.6, right, on your iOS Not device? on my iPhone, but I do on my iPad. Uh, okay, which one? And your iPhone's giving you the trouble? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you, if, if, if you could, and it might help, I would you know, if you, unless you didn't want to, you can always look in getting the latest version 13.6 and see if that might clear up the issue. Because um, mine does, that. well, you know, if it has similarities, it will ask. Now, the problem where I have, I'll, I'll, I'll state a name sometimes out of the two, and it, it'll just be in this loop. Do you want to call this person or that person? And so <laughs> when it gives me a headache like that, I change something up where it really knows who to call. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Um, so several things. One, Siri should do that by default, but um, like Kenny said, make sure 
different contexts have different labels. So like make sure your counselor is labeled, for instance, as work. So that way you can say call blah, 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 work. And that should help clue Syrian. Another thing you could do though, if you don't have any objections to bypassing Siri, another useful shortcut for the phone is adding contacts to your favorites. And that way all you have to do is you just open the phone app go to the favorites tab it's the number you want for whichever contact you want is right there you double tap and you don't even have to deal with siri at all and her eccentricities so earl all right thank you there um herbie go ahead earl another thing you can try um this is just a suggestion this is what i do sometimes is i give people nicknames like for example my daughter her name is Ginevra, and i say to siri Ginevra is my daughter, and then I can say, call my daughter. So if your counselor and the other person have similar names, you could say, so-and-so is my counselor, and then all you'd have to do is say, call my counselor. And that might be something you might want to try, too. Well, that's a very good tip. I never thought of that. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even see a field for nickname in the contact. So maybe I missed it, but... It's Earl. It's under the part yeah, where you go for insert. Um, you can insert a field and then you'll see a place for nickname. But usually what I do instead of doing that, I just tell Siri, I'll say, so-and-so is my daughter or so-and-so is my uncle or cousin or whatever. And then, you know, she'll just put that in there automatically. Yeah, Siri does like to associate, so. All right, well, thanks for that tip, Earl. That's a pretty good tip. This is David. All right, go ahead, David. Yeah, there is a, a place you can put a nickname. Um, you can put like counselor, you know, for the one that's your counselor, just say, then would you say call counselor um, or call vocational counselor or whatever you want to call the person. And then it wouldn't matter what the name was. So it wouldn't get confused with your other similar name. Because even if you say the name just exactly correctly, uh, Siri is, is many times going to mistake it for somebody else. That's just how it is. All right. Uh, this is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. So I'm in the contacts right now, and you, so you, there are several, you know, the regular ones that we go through, and then you have to swipe down, like everybody said. Add URL. Okay. Text tone, ring tone, okay, default. so yeah, ring tone. Text tone, add URL, add address, add birthday, add date, add related name, button. There, you could put related name there, and then if you double tap on related name. Add a text field is edited, add birthday, add date, but add date, button, cap H. Okay, well, you can just cap call him like, cap H. I don't know. Cap H. Uh, Oh, I don't know Delete. what you want to call them. So you can just dictate whatever you want, like dictate button. cousin. Inserted cousin. Add date button. Text field is editing. Cousin. Clear text. More info. Add related name. But add social profile. Button. Okay, so that's where you would do it under related names. And it gives you a, t a text field. And you can just put whatever you need to put in there. Oh, okay. I, d I didn't know you could do that. Yep. There you go. Thank you. Okay. Well, now you got to test it out. You got to hit done and say, call your cousin. Well, uh, well actually, <laughs> the cousin is my former cab driver, and I don't think I want to call him right now. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
Yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. No, no, I won't. All right. Just Michael. a quick demo. All right. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks for that, Sonia. Michael? All right. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I was just going to ask Sonia on her example, since she has like 90 cousins, how does she distinguish? That, that's up to Siri. Siri will sort it all out. Michael thinks everybody is my cousin, so. At one time, uh, Siri said I had 25 different iPhones. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't have 25 different iPhones. All so, uh, right. I'm just kind of confused. But uh, she's always a work in progress. And I know with whenever iOS 14 comes out, Siri will be even better than before. So or she might not Mark get everything. Mark and Montreal. All right, go ahead, Mark. Um. Uh, can we take this to the next level on this question or do we want to deal with, are we done with this? Cause I have what something your, related to it. Okay. What's your question? Um, when you change in your pronunciation guide, for example, my last name is Bayarjan and it's French Canadian. So I had to spell it phonetically to change it. Um, of course, Siri, when you have it programmed for English, if you say by argent, or even if you say it the English way by argent, it doesn't get it. Um, have you, any of you dealt with non-anglophone non names and managed to tweak Siri in such a way so that she gets a, a non-anglophone name, French, this Spanish, Italian, or whatever? This is Keith. All right, go ahead, Keith. I, I have a I have to deal with a niece Texas accent, so Siri doesn't always understand uh, what I type. So a lot of times in my contacts, I will dictate the names. That way, they'll come out however I say them instead of how they're really spelled. And I I have found that that has helped sometimes. I generally just tap on the name usually because uh, I get very dis impatient yeah. with Siri a lot of the time, especially when you're dealing with a lot of uh, French Canadian names here in Quebec. That's right. Just well, I had to do the same thing with Pivoto and it just had to phonetically spell it. Hmm. Yeah, you can do that too, I suppose. Thanks so much. Well, the um, that's a pretty good tip. The only thing I ever did was I had to teach, you know, Siri got something wrong and she said, would you like, um, would you like to teach me how to say that? And so I went through that little lesson and taught Siri how to, how to pronounce something. And that, that seemed to solve that. This is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. Yeah, real quick. Um, so you can just like, I was in a contact a minute ago. I was just testing it out. And then I just held down and said, Siri, help with pronunciation or Siri pronunciation. And then she said, how do you want me to say it? And so then you can go through that exercise. And then in older operating systems, it used to give you like three different options. Like she would say something and then you'd have to pick which one was the best one. So... Right, that's that's what I did a long time ago. This is Marty. All right, go ahead, Marty. Um, a question. Um, Jonathan Mosen in one of his podcasts was saying 
something about like if you have an app um, and you no longer want the app because it's you know accessibility is broken or something. He was suggesting instead of deleting it, you offload it so that if they fix it and you want to use it later, you don't have to like um, redo your credentials or, or your settings. How do you offload an app versus deleting it? Hmm, that's a good question. I just delete the app and when I get it again, it, um, I guess depending on the time of day, it usually saves my data. Um, I don't think I've ever offloaded an app. I just went ahead and deleted it and looked at it later, maybe a year or two later if I was interested. Um, all right, does has anybody Hello. ever? This is Nancy, <clears throat> and I can help with that. All right, go ahead, Nancy. I'll do my best. Um, so under general, and there's, um, it, it says how much um, space you have, the storage part. Mm -hmm. There's also a part where if you swipe to the, if your app is taking up a lot of space, if you double tap and hold on it and then swipe to the right, it'll say offload or delete. And it, it says something like, if you offload this app, it'll keep the documents, but save it in the cloud or something. It says something like that. So it gives you the option. So just when you get to the app in the um, storage um, section, <clears throat> it will tell you how much space it's taking up. And then you double tap and hold on it and it'll give you those options if you swipe to the right. All right, so you have to go into settings and yeah, settings, general, and storage. Settings, general, and storage. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll confirm that. I'll put myself back on mute and confirm right, that I'm that, telling the right thing. <laughs> I think that's right. All right. But you can't, you can't, can you do it under the app in settings, or do you have to go to storage to do that? Um, I've only done it through storage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't tried it just in just in settings where the app is. I'll I'll look and see. I but I did delete a bunch of stuff off my phone. Thanks. So that's yeah. This is Chanel. All right, go ahead, Chanel. I was just looking that up as uh, I think Nancy was talking about it. And yeah, basically it's general and storage, and then um, if you swipe down, you will see. I think it displays the apps that are taking up the most data first. Yeah. And so then, if you double tap on the app, um, it brings up a dialog and um, shows you again what is taking up, and then you can flick right to the offload button. So, very cool. All I didn't realize right. you could do because there was a setting that you could you you know offload unused apps, um, but I didn't realize that you could do that for individual apps so very cool yeah thanks right right man mine is not asking me that question but it always you know i always come across that um you know the unused apps deal and i'm like no i think i'll keep it you know you never know when you you know might want to use it but usually when i i have deleted apps and and i'm thinking okay i'll have to log back in you know i'll, I'll Redownload the app, and my information will be there. And 
it's like I never left. So that's part of that good old cloud. But um, that was a good question there. All right, who else has a comment or question? Billy. All right, go ahead, Billy. Um, in relation to um, uh, offloading the app, uh, can you also totally delete an app from the same setting under where it says, um, oh, hell, what did she say? Um, under where it's general storage. Yeah, can you also delete it for good? Or, or does it matter if you delete it from the home screen or go into settings? You can delete it from that same place. It gives you the option to offload or delete. Um, <clears throat> you probably can delete it from the, I think, from the screen because, and, and I haven't tried this. This is Nancy again, sorry. Uh, but I think that you can because can't you um, move apps around and one of the options is also delete, I think. That, that is correct. You, you would go to an app, click down to edit, and then you double tap on edit, and then you have either, you know, drag an app or delete it and so forth. So um, you definitely can delete apps from your home screen as well as in settings, general, and storage. So it really doesn't matter either or? Well, if you want to delete an app, you can do either or, yes. Okay, thank you. All right. All right, who else has a comment or question? Oh, we're right about, this is Sunday, we're right about at the okay. midpoint. Shall we go ahead and, okay? Yep. Since we're at great. a stopping point. All right, thank you, Kenny. All right, so uh, this is the midpoint of our call and I will just review a quick, few quick uh, announcements. But before that, uh, anybody new that didn't get to say hello the first time around, uh, you can just say who you are and where you're from. And it's okay if you are late, we still love you. This is Terry. I'm from Arlington Heights, Illinois, welcome, Northwest Terry. of Chicago. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome. This is Dee, and I'm from Southern Illinois. Hey, there you are. Welcome. Thank you. Marty. Marty, welcome. Linda, welcome. In the same place I'm always been. <laughs> this is Brad. Hey, Brad. Welcome. Thank you. This is Jake from Michigan. Sorry I'm late. That's uh, all right. Welcome back. Thank you. Hi everyone, it's Nancy. I'm not a first timer, but I'm I came in late. So all right, welcome back from Oregon. <laughs> Anybody else? This is Kevin here. Eva, Missouri City, and I'm uh, late to the party too, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> now we can get started, right? <laughs> right. Okay. And somebody said something right before you. Is that Kevin? Yes. Welcome uh, back, Kevin. Just want to let you know, um, I'm a member of the iBug thing now. I just registered an account with you guys, so. All yeah. right. And you, wait, you are where again? I forgot. Say it again. Where, where, where are you? Uh, I'm in from Georgia, actually. So. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Welcome. Yeah. But yeah, I just, oh, and I just 
Oh, and I just um, recently read that on your site there, you guys got the <laughs> Jacob Bulletin Award. Wow, last year. That, I mean, two years ago, that is, <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you. That is a good honor for you guys to get that. That, oh. wow. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. It was an honor, yes. Um, wow. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, yeah, we're glad to have all of you. Anybody else didn't get to say hello? This is Freddie from Galveston County. Freddie, welcome. Anybody else want to say hello? Didn't get to say first time around. I know Gail is out there. Gigi's out there. Okay. All right. So moving on quickly to our announcements we have. So just a reminder, our rules on this call is you say your name, wait to be recognized by one of the facilitators. That'll be me or Kenny. I'm Sandhya. Uh, if you've had, and uh, that's one rule. And, uh, Let's see, our website is ibugtoday.org. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash group slash ibugtoday. We have a Twitter is at ibugtoday. And uh, our uh, next uh, meeting tomorrow is for anybody with Mac questions, come back to this same conference line from 7 to 8.30. And we will be talking about all things Mac. And Ms. Chanel Allen will be taking care of all that. It'll be just like this call, but only the Mac. And then Friday is our movie night, and the iBug guy gave us a pretty cool teaser. It will be Some Like It Hot. I'm looking forward to it. It's a comedy, and uh, definitely will uh, be, a, it's a classic, so we should go check it out with Marilyn Monroe. All right, and uh, those are the upcoming announcements for this week. So... And a little fun is coming at nine o'clock. We're going to be doing a demo of, uh, of the Tile, Tile, uh, TileMate tracker app, the Bluetooth tracker app. So uh, stay tuned for that. And, uh, but we will be entertaining questions until then. And then if we have time afterwards, we'll continue with questions. All right, so who, who hasn't had a question before, who hasn't had a chance? Oh, wait, uh, this, oh, this is Gigi. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. Hi, yeah, Jill. I was just saying hello. I'm sorry. I keep getting booted. I'm having trouble with my phone. I keep getting booted off. So okay. <laughs> well, we're, we're glad you keep thing. coming back. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right. Hi. Good deal. All right. So uh, if anybody didn't have a chance to ask a question, things move pretty fast around here. Hard to get a word in here. So uh, this is your time. If you didn't get to ask a question before. This is Chanel with just a quick clarif. Well, I don't know, clarif whatever, but um, a quick comment. Uh -huh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that you, anyone can come to Mac and talk. You do not need to own a Mac. If you're at all interested in learning about the Mac, um, hearing, you know, some of its potential, what it can do, then you are more than welcome to join. All right. Sandia, uh, this, this is... Okay, hang on, hang on. Uh, okay, go ahead, Nancy, go ahead. And then Kevin. Okay, I just, I have a clarifying question also. I heard you talk about the tile thing at 9 o'clock. Did you say 9 o'clock? Is that yeah. today? Yeah, 9 o'clock today. I mean, yeah, in our, in our, in a half an hour, in a half an hour. 9 o'clock central. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's usually when we do like a more extended demo. And this is uh, the iToy segment. So every fourth Monday we do uh, different devices or, you know, because primarily we talk about the iPhone and apps, but then we actually do like a actual hardware demo on the fourth Monday. And so today oh. is the fourth Monday. So we'll be talking about that at nine o'clock central time. 
Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Yes. And reminder to everybody, please stay on mute or I will mute you. And if we have to keep muting, we will be putting you in virtual timeout. So Kevin, you had a question. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, how do you get access to the archives after um, they're uploaded? Where do you go to the site to get that? Yes, um, you can go sign up to be a member and all of our uh, sources I did that. and charges that, are That's what I've seen earlier. I already did that. Yeah. Go to members and then you can access our old, our, all of our archives. So, yep. Go to members area. Okay. Uh -huh. Whatever stuff's in there besides the archives. Yeah, everything. I mean, all, there's some all other of our, features in there. Yeah, all of our calls for like the past year or more are there. Like everything, all the uh, recordings Jeez. of our Monday night calls, and then all the Monday, all of our calls are archived. So you can search by search for a topic, and uh, nice. we have uh, the Apple Workshop. We just had a, a great Apple Workshop this past Saturday, and Terry Ann and Mo did uh, pretty cool demos of the Soundscape app and the WhatsApp app. So we definitely will be posting that recording soon. So look out for that. Nice. Okay. Have you guys done a Have you guys done a demo on Audio Hijack for the Mac yet? Uh, I can't remember. That sounds familiar, but I think we've talked about it. But no. Okay. So. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. So everybody, stay on mute. And who has the next question? This is Kenny. Yes, Kenny. I had a question. Does anybody know of any HomeKit enabled cameras? Go ahead, Kenny. I mean, Herbie. Um, you know, actually, I th just tweeted out something about a HomeKit camera that was on sale on Amazon a few minutes ago. So I go check the uh, Twitter archives. I forget what that is off the top of my head, but uh, I did tweet out something a little bit ago. All right. Thank you. Okay. Oh, who else? Man. Who's Thanks. next? Somebody has another chance. This is Eva. Go ahead, Eva. Um, I had a question about group messages. Um, how do you leave a group message if the person who started it is an Android user? And so I couldn't, I go to the more tab and I don't see where it says leave message. You are stuck. That's why you need to have an iPhone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I okay, does anybody know? I don't know. Who would like this to ask This is Brad. That? Go ahead, Brad. You can't. That's the answer. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can't. Oh, I was afraid of that. Looked, oh, I have no. thoroughly looked into this. Only <laughs> if everybody in the, in the meeting is an iMessage person. If somebody can find it, let me know. But I have thoroughly researched this, and you can't. It's a, so you can't. it's, it's a. I wish Apple would fix it or make that, you know. But no, if, if I think if even one person, not just the one who started it, but if just one person in there is either an Android or I know iPhone people who have iMessage turned off for whatever reason, they just don't use it. But you can't. The option is not there unless everybody is an iMessage. This Please. is Nancy. Oh, prove me wrong. Sorry. Okay, go ahead, uh, Nancy. You have to unmute again. We're getting some background noise. So everybody, try to minimize your background noise. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Come back in. You are on mute. Sorry. Nancy. Okay, sorry, I couldn't find my on mute, but I'm on my phone tonight instead okay. of my computer, so I'm not as fast. Um, yeah, I was in Matt's, uh, Matt Valbrecht's class, 
And he did, we did go over that quite a bit that there isn't a way to do it. It's because they want you to put pressure on your friends to buy an iPhone. That's why. <laughs> I'm kidding, but there you go. So just so, to clarify, if one person is in, in your group is an Android member, you cannot leave the, the, the group? Is that right? You can't, you can't do a, like a um, FaceTime call. Right. And you can't do a group. You can't make a group with um, people. Right, know. right. You can't create a name. You can't name it. But you right. know, I guess I, okay. All right. So Eva, does that answer your question? This is this is Marty. Yes, it does. Okay, go ahead, Marty. Um, it's more of a comment. I don't know if anybody on this call was on the Zoom call Saturday night. Um, it's Cliff Miller, and I don't know if it's people that are working at Apple stores, but they're trainers, and they're offering all these courses um, starting in the fall on on various like iOS products and software and all. And they're free. Okay. Well, and good to know. The, the the website for the his blog is ttjtech.net. Ttjtech.net. Okay. Very and good. It's, it's Cliff Miller and Matt, and there were about fifty people on that Zoom call Saturday night. All right. Well, thank you for. Thank you for sharing that, Marty. That'll be useful for some people, I'm sure. This is Nancy, and I, I can vouch for that. That's the class I was in, the iPad class this spring. Oh, okay. Very okay. thorough. And there, and uh, Lynn does work for Apple, but when she's doing this class, she is not doing it for Apple. So none of them work for Apple. They just all use the devices, and they know VoiceOver super well. So... Oh. Um, it's, yeah, it's really, it's a fun group of people. And so it well worth checking into. Okay. Yeah, this is Marty. Just to clarify, Lynn, I know, I know Lynn because she's in our local chapter. Okay. She, work, she works at an Apple store here in Muller Grove near Philly. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Good, good, good information. All right. Moving on. Who has been, remember everybody stay on mute. Anybody with a new question? New comment, new problem. Billy again. Billy again. Okay, go ahead, Billy again. <clears throat> um, can somebody out there please tell me? I get the. Uh, I, uh, can you get a little closer to you? Oh, we can't hear you that well. Okay, how about now? Can you hear me? Okay, that's a little better. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I just wanted to know I see these. Um, I look under cell phone accessories, like on the Micro Center website. Can somebody please tell me what an FM receiver is for a smartphone? All right. Anybody know what that is to help Billy out? FM receiver. Anybody? Any thoughts? Okay, no thoughts. Sorry, Billy. We'll have to maybe do a Google search and figure that out. There's you know certain X Sirius XM satellite receivers that can be controlled with the phone. <coughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. 
personally, I think it'd be just easier, a lot easier to use the online uh, subscription, but um, I believe there are certain SiriusXM models that can be operated with your phone. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, oh, sorry. oh, sorry, Billy, go ahead. Billy. Okay, I think Nancy had a comment and then we're going to move on. Okay. Um, yeah, this Nancy. Um, I was wondering if you're uh, getting that message. I've, I've had some issues when I use a speaker with my phone. Sometimes it goes to the earpiece, like, like I'm talking on the phone instead of um, trying to listen to it through the speaker. And if I, it says receiver on the phone, and if I double tap on that, then my speaker will start working. So I don't know if that's anything to do with your issue, but that's been a frustrating issue for me, trying to get my speaker sometimes, the Bluetooth speaker to pair up but I found this receiver thing and it helps. All right, thank you, Nancy. Okay, who's next? Somebody new who hasn't had a chance. Questions or problems? New apps, old apps with new problems. New apps with new problems. This is Marty and I wanna I wanted yes. to share a device that I just got. Okay, what is it? It's a wooden uh, stand for the Apple Watch charger. Oh. And it's a real tiny thing. It's only 14 bucks. Um, it's just for the watch. Like a lot of them are combination like for the watch and the phone. But this is just for the watch. It, it has a base and the rest of it looks like if you could imagine a golf ball and you cut an opening in the golf ball and so in the opening you put your your magnet you know for the like the watch charger magnet you put the cable inside you put the magnet in there and then um you just put your uh, you put the uh thing on on well you can actually either wall mount it or you can put it on the desk it has like little adhesive things oh. and, and then you just put your watch on this magnet okay we're gonna have to mute hang on all right okay thank you marty that sounds pretty cool yes charging devices for our watches all right, who's next? Somebody new? New devices? Can't wait to talk about our new device that we're gonna be talking about. No Facebook questions, really? This is Herbie. Yes, go ahead, Herbie. We rely on you, Sandhya, for the Facebook questions. So, uh, yeah. I think so oh. the question is, do you have any Facebook questions? No, no Facebook This is questions. David. Go ahead, David. Uh, I noticed there's a new tab on Facebook called News. At least Ooh. on mine there is. I don't know if everyone got it yet or not. Been on there right. for maybe a week or two. You think you're special, David? Is that maybe it? I'm special. 
but uh, <laughs> I guess they're, I guess they're trying to give us more quote real news instead of all this fake news that's like put on all the uh, people put out on their news feeds. Uh-huh. So these are you know from I guess what most people consider legitimate sources. I mean they're they're and they you know they just um, put some headlines up there and you can tap on them and get the more details. But cool. uh, that's something I noticed new on Facebook. So this is kind of a question, you know, on the bottom for a while, I, I, I guess you have some control over what is there because like for a while, I think when they first introduced the dating tab, it was there. I don't know how it got there. And then I guess you can tell it yes or no. So I guess you can, can you, is the news like one of those that you can pick and choose or is it always there? Cause there's a bear, you know, sometimes there's five, sometimes there's six, you know, so. I got it automatically. I was not, I didn't get asked a question of whether I wanted it or not. Right. But then um, can you get rid of it? Like the dating well, tab you can get rid of. So. See what, there should be a way to go and customize those tabs, but I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, I would like to have one for groups because I I belong to a lot of different groups and it's kind of like a pain to go look for your groups. You have to go through about four or five screens to get there. This Um, is Keith. Okay. Go ahead, Keith. I guess I'm extra special because I have the news tab and a groups tab. (laughs) A rarefied air around here. Oh, groups. Wow. Well, wait, yeah, my, I still have groups, too. I have yes. the news, uh, well, the the news feed, groups, uh, pages, the news, and uh, notifications, and the menu. That's my tabs right now. Okay. Very interesting. Special people here. So I wonder if there's, like, new updates that I haven't gotten on Facebook or something. So. Okay, thanks, David. And I guess there, there are, well, we won't get anything. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Yeah, sometimes Facebook will have a new feature and they'll roll it out slowly so some people will get this and some people won't. And they kind of like test the waters and okay. see how things go. So David's not special. And I had a, a, okay. another question if no one had a question. Okay, hang on. Uh, oh, this is Dave real quick. I, David. I have... I have a tab called watch that has like videos. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, I guess, well, you only have so much real estate, I guess, for tabs. So I don't know how I got watch, but I, I'd rather See? have the groups. So I'll trade you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I really wonder if you can modify those or not. I wonder. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Anybody else? New question? All right, go ahead. Anybody else but Kennedy? I mean, <laughs> go ahead, Kenny. All right, my question, it, my question is, does anybody know how, if there's a way to change um, when you're navigating to have it use Google Maps instead of Apple Maps? Okay, anybody? I know Earl. Earl, go ahead, Earl. Um, you can't specifically change the default navigation app for um, it's Apple Maps by default, and you can't change that. Um, the only way you could use Google Maps would be to go into it directly. You can't specify that you want to use Maps over 
I mean, Google Maps over Apple Maps. In iOS 14, you'll be able to do it for email and for web browsing, but not for maps as of yet. All right, Earl, thank you. Glad to have you participating. All right, maybe that'll be in iOS 15. <laughs> this is Chanel. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah, I thought in iOS 14, at least we were able, or is that the map? No, it's, I thought in iOS 14, we'd be able to specify the browser that we want to use as our default. So if they do it for the web browser, why not maps? Yeah. Just for maps and email, that. that's all right now in iOS 14. Just okay. maps and email. I mean, sorry, you mean, email and browser. you mean web and email? Yeah, web and browsers and email, sorry. All right, thank you, Earl. And Herbie, you had a comment real quick? I'm sorry, didn't mean to. Okay. Actually, Actually, what? Okay. Well, after Herbie had a, had a comment as well. Okay, go ahead, oh, Kenny, and then we we're going to. Okay, go ahead, oh, Herbie. Oh, go ahead, Herbie. Oh, I was just going to say that um, my Earl actually unintentionally ruined it. I was going to say maybe this will be something that's fixed in iOS 14, but it sounds like it's not. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I was originally going to say maybe this will be fixed in iOS 14, but you'd think they would since they're letting you change more default things. And I thought I did hear something about better, well, I guess it's just better keeping up with Google Maps, I guess, or whatever. But um, I thought you could, though, at least tell Siri to launch. Can you at least tell Siri to launch Google Maps? Yes. Okay. All right. We will have uh, to. Okay, go ahead. Kenny? My, my comment is I found a little workaround. Um, I have a shortcut for... Okay, Google, and um, I use that to launch the maps and navigate here and there and stuff like that. Right. So it's a little workaround with um, Siri, but it, it is hands-free. Okay, very good. Anybody else with a new comment? Anybody that didn't have a turn? Got a few minutes before we do our uh, iToys segment. Eight minutes to be precise. Anybody new? New issues. I just was, anybody, I was just going to uh, talk about the, uh, the mail app. We talked about threading and so forth. And I've decided that for some things I'm going to stop threading and that way I can figure out what I'm forwarding and so forth. We've, we've had like a little discussion a couple of weeks ago about what, when you thread, you know, when there's a message thread and you're forwarding is that, you know, what's getting forwarded and so forth. So I have decided to unthread, I guess, and then thread sometimes. So hopefully that will improve the clarity of some of the messages. Okay. We had some new people join in, so. Um, this is this is Marty. I have a, I guess YouTube or a web question. Okay, go ahead. Yep. If when when I listen to like webinars, um, or like web videos, um, I eventually get to the full screen. But is there like a clear cut way to get to the full screen? Because when I get to the full screen, then it's easier to like 
you have like your you have your video button on the bottom and if you double tap on that then you get your controls like pause and go back 10 seconds and go forward because when when you're not in that screen it's kind of hard to to do that navigation um, all right so question from marty anybody have an answer youtube anybody or, YouTube or the web youtube or web anybody yeah. Somebody that hasn't had a chance to answer a question, maybe. Or someone who has answered a question can answer. And is there is there like a premium thing for YouTube where you don't have to with ads yes I believe so we actually did a detailed demo of YouTube a couple of months ago Herbie did that and yes he he I think it's like ten dollars a month uh, Herbie you can correct me if I'm wrong about is that arc is that archived that uh, yeah yeah definitely archived. Oh, okay. yeah this is Herbie yeah go ahead Herbie so yeah YouTube premium is ten dollars a month and it's really worth it if you're uh, using YouTube a lot Okay. Yes. All righty. Thank you, Herbie. Anybody else? Earl. Go ahead, Earl. Just a quick question. Well, for anyone, but since Herbie was talking about YouTube Premium, with YouTube Premium, are you able to lock the screen and still watch videos? This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead, Herbie. Yes, indeed you are. You can lock the screen. You can move away from it. You don't have to rely on picture within picture or anything like that. It is just part of uh, the YouTube premium experience. All right. Premium experience. Thank you, Herbie. You're welcome. All right. Yes, there are. I mean, yeah, if you use YouTube a lot, then yeah, that was one of the considerations. The... This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. With the YouTube premium, do you get the YouTube music with that? Or is it just the... This no is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Yes, you do get the YouTube music. The one thing, though, I will um, let you know about is if you do use the YouTube music app, it is very accessible. But um, if you're looking for something in that app, it will not appear in your overall YouTube history. So um, depending on how much you rely on that, that's something you do need to know. But yes, you do get access to uh, YouTube music, and it's a very... Uh, simple interface and that includes you know the built-in songs you know in the google library as well as any matching results that would come up on youtube itself so and is there a yearly plan for this or just the ten i don't remember i think there is but i i don't mm -hmm. remember off the top of my head earl yes go ahead earl uh one more thing herbie uh, does YouTube Premium, does that work with family sharing or do you have to have separate um, subscriptions? As far as I've been able to tell, you have to have separate uh, subscriptions. I've not found it to work with the family sharing. And it, unfortunately, if you have multiple people logged into the same account, whenever somebody starts listening to something, then, you know, it hijacks, you know, the other devices trying to listen to whatever they're doing. So, um 
Now, it could be that they've changed their price, because I got in on YouTube Premium back when it was first launched, so I got it for like a dollar cheaper for like nine ninety five. so I haven't um, looked at their, to see what updates they've made lately, but last I heard, they do not have a family sharing option. Okay, very good. All right, so any other last minute questions? Okay, we will be getting started. Okay, so uh, we are going to make sure it's quiet. I'll master mute everybody except for our co-hosts can unmute and then we are about to do our demo so hold tight we'll have time for questions at the end all right well good evening everybody this is our iToy segment and for those of sorry herbie you need to unmute again sorry Okay, that's okay. All right. Um, I guess I'm being uh, anyway. Um, so anyway, welcome to our monthly iToy segment. This is where we talk about external products for the iPhones, whether they're watches or headphones, things like that. I'm Herbie Allen, your uh, host for this segment. But today I'm going to give the mic over to Sandhya and I believe Kenny is going to be helping her out. They're going to be talking about something that uh, I didn't even know was that involved until today. Uh, the Bluetooth tile. Um, the veterans of the call have heard us talk about this before, probably. The device that you can put on something like your cat, uh, as we talked about the other day, or luggage in an airport, or another device, and use your phone to trigger it. It can make a beeping sound, and that's how you can locate whatever it is. And there's a couple out there, I believe, uh, Tile, and I think Trekker is the other one. And Apple is supposed to also be coming out with their own version of something like this, but that is still in development. But without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to Sandhya, who actually has one of these tiles. And I guess from what she's told me, it's a lot more complicated than what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Herbie. Okay, so yeah, so what is this and how are you going to use it? So uh, many of us use the I, you know, the Find My service on our iPhones. We use it to find our Apple Watch and find our AirPods and Macs and so forth. And you can also use it to find my friends. So what if your device is uh, not on the iCloud? So Kenny, are you on there? Yep, yes. Right yeah. Here. So you know, uh, you know, like, what if you want to find your dog? Is your dog on the iCloud service? My dog is not on iCloud, um, oh. but if I find my dog, I can get like a tile and hook it to his his collar and label it dog, and then uh, depending on which tie you get, you you the pro uh, mates. I believe they have a range of, of about 400 feet, give or take. And so I could open up the Tile app, tap on my dog, uh, as long as I have Bluetooth running, 
and hit the find button and it should make a noise and I should be able to hear the noise hopefully and then find the dog. That's just an example. I actually have one on my backpack and um, can do the same thing. And it's, it's pretty neat. It's not perfect, but it is pretty neat. And uh, they, yes. um, how, how they are. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have the tile mate, I believe. So what, what it is, is there are different sizes depending on what purpose you're going to be using it for. So they have like stickers for really small things. They have the tracker uh, tile slim. So as the word implies, it is slim. So you could stick it in your like uh, wallet or your, uh, your computer, your, your laptop or something. Then you can have the full blown tile. And uh, what it looks like, it is a, well, it is this shape, it is a square, and it's about a fourth of an inch, I would say. I'm not the best at estimating. But anyway, it's about a fourth of an inch thick, I would say, and about an inch and a half uh, square. And uh, there is a round hole in one corner, and that's where you would put the key ring uh, to secure this to something else. And then in the middle, there's a big round uh, circle and you can just feel that it's a round circle and you, you know, there's no danger, you know, if it's on a ring of keys, you're not going to inadvertently tap this or anything. You have to pretty firmly, uh, you know, activate it, tap it. Okay. And then on the back is like this little diamond logo. So, so that is, uh, that's the back of a device. Okay. So. Uh, let's see, uh, the cost of these things, uh, they are, they range, you know, depending on obviously what you get, but you could get some like a set of them for like $40 up to $60. Sometimes they have like combinations. Uh, you can get one of the small sticker and one of the slim and two of the whatever. But anyway, I ended up getting, uh, four of the big tiles or they're called the tile mates. Uh, then, uh, and that's about, like I said, 40 to 60 bucks. You could just look at for the lookout on Amazon is where I got these. Okay. How long do the, does the battery last? And it lasts for about a year. Um, but you, you know, I guess they know when you got it. So they encourage you to go ahead and activate it. I haven't, I just really recently started activating this. So I don't know if it'll, I'll get the whole full year's worth. Uh, and apparently, uh, some of them may have a longer battery. It looks like the stickers might have longer life. I'm not sure exactly why. Some of them have batteries that you can replace, uh, uh, but uh, the ones that I have are sealed, so you cannot open them and replace them, but there are some that are capable of doing that. So, that's kind of the basic information about how what these are. Oh, so and this is Herbie. So can I ask a quick question? Yes. So with the ones that are sealed batteries, then what do you do when the battery dies? Yes, we will talk about that. You either can re recycle these tiles and they will, if you get a certain program, there's a premium program and then you can uh, re uh, recycle. They'll, they'll send you replacements, it looks like. So that's what happens there. Okay, so let's go through the process that Kenny was talking about. We're going to open the Tile app. Open Tile. 
tile series shortcuts. All right. So unfortunately, in this, uh, there there are three tabs on the bottom. Tile ringtone. Okay. Back button. Back button. Okay. There are three tabs on the bottom of this app, but they are not labeled. So I did my best to figure out what they are. So the first tab. Selected tab. One of three. Is where you're going to, I think of it as like the find screen. That is going to be where all the action happens. And then the second tab is where you can kind of get more information about the location of your devices. And the third is notifications. And so far, I haven't really used that tab that much. So we're not going to worry about that tab right now. So just so you know where we're going, we're going to add a tile and then activate it and then call it. So that's where we're going with this. So let's go to um, add a tile. Add tile button. All right. So we're going to. Connection status. Connection step keys. Okay. Return add tile. Settings. Add tile button. All right. Add a device. Heading. Close button. Our Bluetooth trackers don't have a tile. Activate a tile button. So that's what we want to do. Activate a tile. It's very self-explanatory. So let me uh, get this new tile out of the box here. It comes in a nice little uh, envelope uh, with four little sections. So it's pretty safe. Okay, so I have my new tab, my new tile in my hand. So let's see what it's telling us to do. Our blue activate a tile button. Tap on that, double tap on that. Which tile device would you like to activate? Okay, so there are several tiles out there as I explained, so we need to pick one. Slim, pro, make, sport, style, original, sticker. So sticker is all by itself and then all the other ones are grouped together, so we're gonna go with that first group. Slim, pro, make, sport, activate tile. So I double tapped and then it says, Click the tile button once to begin activation. It'll play a nice tune. Okay. Afterwards, tap next to continue. All right, let's see if we get a nice tune, guys. Okay, I'm gonna click once. All right, so I think that was a nice tune. Next button. Next. Looking for your tile ellipsis. Oh, please find it. Row one, three, great. Tile is now activated. All right, so it said the name of my network, and so it said it's activated. Tab next to continue. Great. Tab next, next button. Okay, next. Let's go with next. Search, search field. All right. Search, search field, back button. Choose a category, heading. So this is where it's pretty cool. They've got all these different things that you could you know, some things you may not have even thought about putting a tag on, tile on. So let's quickly go through those. Search, search field, everyday essentials, heading. All right, here we go. Keys, but wallet, button, purse, but phone, toy, but dog, but cat, but transportation, car, but work and backpack, but ID badge, briefcase, travel, luggage, but passport, electronics, remote, but tablet, button, laptop, camera, Headphones, miscellaneous, head, spare key, button, oh. coat, button. Oh, yeah, coat, umbrella. Umbrella, other, button, health. Other, heading. and health, I guess, like your glasses or something like that. All right, so we will go with 
Spare key, button, headphone, cap, laptop, button, tablet, button, remote, electronic. Let's go with uh, electronic. Like, I, well, we'll go with cat. Past luggage, tra briefcase, ID badge, button. Okay, shall we go with that? Backpack, button, work in school, heading, Ugh. bike, button, cat, oh. transportation, head, cat, dog, button, cat, cat. Button. Okay, we're going to go with the cat, even though I don't have a cat, but let's go with cat. Cat. Oh. Okay. Tile button. All right. Settings, but connection status, cat. Darnest way, Houston, one minute. Connection status. Con so it's telling me that that tile, the cat tile, is here now uh, in my house. So. Keys. Okay, so then uh, now we can try to go and, you know, like activate this. Like suppose I had a cat. And maybe this cat, I'll put this tile that's on my imaginary cat on my computer desk in front of me. And then we're going to try to uh, see if, how, if we can find it. All right. But before we do that, there are other settings that you can set as far as volume and ringtone. I'll just show you that real quick. Tab two of, tab two of three. Connection step find. Keys. Connect just net. Darnest let cat. Keys. Find. Okay, button. so we're going to tap on cat and then we can get more information about cat, the more settings about cat. Keys. Connection just now. Darnest let cat. No features visible. Lip series shortcut. Location history. So that is one of those premium. There's a premium service. It's like about $5 or $3, $3 a month, but uh, it doesn't, uh, not really sure if they're that you know, if it's really worth it, like if you want to know where your cat has been for the last 30 uh, days, that's fine. Uh, so there's some other features like that. Uh, you can have unlimited sharing with other people. Uh, I'll go into that in a little bit, but I don't really know if it's really efficacious at this point. Location history, smart alerts. Smart alerts. Series shortcuts, find your phone, unlimited sharing, tile ringtone. So here's where you could set your ringtone. So I'll double tap on that. Cat. So this is the ringtone for the cat. Sip, tap, why up, tap to lip. Cat, it play, button. So you can. Save, dimmed, button, it play, button. Okay, so that's one. Bionic birdie. So then you can have all these other weird ones like bionic burpee, the classic call, the classic call. Your step. so uh, let's see if Blues it'll play slim. it. Blues for slim. So we realized that uh, Kenny told me that if you, sometimes there's a little weird, it won't let you play them automatically. You may have to go back and come back, back button. go back Cat. and then come back Find in. Your phone. Unlimited share. Tile default volume. Oh, go back and then you can go into County Fair, Skipping Stones. So here's the blues, blues one is cute. I'm switching through them. Okay. All right, we get the point. All right, it's pretty loud. All right, so we picked whatever it is. Okay. Preview and pick stop. Save. Dimmed. Button. Save. Blue. Tap. 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 Skipping stone. We're going to pick the blues. Blues for slim. Blues for. Preview and pick stop. Save. Dimmed. Button. Oh, come on. Jumping beans. 
Jumping beans. Save. Dimmed. But it stop. Okay, doesn't want to do that. We'll do this one. Bionic birdie. Bionic birdie. Save. Dimmed. But it stop. All right. For whatever reason. This is Kenny. Yeah. Um, it thinks it's playing it, and oh. so. Return to zero. Yeah. Okay, go back and then. Smart alerts. Yeah. Yeah, it thinks it's playing it. So basically, it will not let you save it until you're done playing. Even though you're not hearing the sound. All right, we're going to go. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, save. Okay, I shouldn't have played it then, right? That's the problem. Yeah, now you can, I think you can save it now. It's still Dan. Okay. Oh, it's still not letting you save. Well, that's weird. Weird. Okay, well, anyway, I have others. Okay, so that is how you would set a ringtone, but then there's also volume. Unlimited sharing. Tile, tile more options. More options. Tile default volume. Tile default volume. Well, you have tile, tile default volume. Let's set default tile volume. Mute button. Mute. I don't know why. Well, maybe I don't know. Don't want to be disturbed. Normal button. Normal. Loud. Button. Loud. Okay. There's loud. Tile default volume. Okay. Back button. Back. Back button. We'll just check Find one more button. time on whether this that. Phone. Dog. Find. Dot connections, this phone, Sonia, connection, find, keys, connect six, no location, cat. Cat. Loading, location, history, smart alerts, Siri, find your phone. Okay. Unlimited share, tile ringtone. All cat. right, let's see if it'll let us save one. Big play, save, dimmed, okay. blues, force, the classic. Oh, I don't want it to do it again. Okay, anyway, all yeah. right, so we will go find another one. We still, I have one that's called dog, so we're going to find the dog. Cat, back button. Okay, but Cat. before we do that, Siri shortcuts. you can even create a shortcut with Siri, so you can tell her to find the cat. So let me go in there. Smart Siri shortcuts. Can't do heading when I say, when I say, find my cat. Text field, clear text, but do heading, find tile cat. Find tile cat. Add to Siri button. And then we can add it to Siri. Siri shortcuts. All right, so there we go. Back button. Back button. So add let's see button. what will happen. Now we're going to go to cats and see if it will locate it, even though we never got to choose the ringtone. It may just have a default. Keys. Connect seven minutes. No location. Cat. Cat. No location. Seven minutes. Connection status. Keys. We'll go back to the beginning cat. here. No location available, cat. No location. Wonder why it's doing that. No location available. Connection status connected. Sandia's iPhone. This phone. Connection status. Dog. Okay, we'll do this one. Find. Dog. Dog. We'll do dog. So we're going to do find. Find. Button. Okay, I have the find for my dog tile. So let's try that out. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can hear it. All right, fine. Add a tile, find, button. Loading. Dog, heading. And there's your dog.
Okay, there it is. Okay, now I can push the button. So we stop the audio, we stop the, tap the button to stop it. Okay, so that was to stop the tile playing the song. What if we wanted to use Siri to find it? We can do that too. So I'm gonna tell Siri, find my dog. Okay, done. Dog is nearby. I'm ringing it now. Okay. All right, so that's how you can find Siri. And then an even other feature is what if you want the reverse? What if you, you know, for whatever reason you can't find your phone, maybe yeah, it's on vibrate. <laughs> yeah, and it's on my, it's on the silent mode and maybe it's God knows where it could be you can use your tile to find your phone. You would just tap it twice. And I will warn you that sometimes it's a little hard to turn it off for some reason once the phone starts going, but let's hope I can they do it. They really want you to find your phone. <laughs> I know, it's pretty, uh, okay, here we go. Let's uh, start it up. We're gonna double tap on the little button. And this is with the phone mute. Now the fun begins. Then it gets louder when you turn the power on. Oh, thank God. Well, that was better than before. Uh, <laughs> okay. And you found your phone with a tile. Right. And uh, I, I want to leave time for questions, but they're also, because this is like a pretty secure, you know, this is designed to help you be secure with your products. They make it a little harder for you to like uh, change things. Like if you wanted to like, uh, I mean, you can still go in and rename the, the thing, like where I was choosing categories, you can rename a tile and so forth. Uh, you can give away a tile, you can transfer a tile, or if you're not using a tile anymore, you can hide it. Uh, and then you could delete a tile, but once you delete the tile, you cannot reactivate it. So that's a final kind of nuclear option. Um, and those are the basic features. I mean, like I said, they want to make it uh, hard for like a thief to take your stuff and then destroy or whatever the tile. So uh, there's not, I mean, I guess unless they like physically destroy it or something. Um, uh, you can, uh, if you need to do something, you may have to call the customer service to make some of those changes to the, to the device. So any questions? Oh, let me unmute everybody. Sorry. And then we'll have. There was also one more feature. Uh-huh. What was that? The crowdsourcing. Oh, yeah, talk about, yes, please. Yes, go ahead, Kenny. All right, real quick. Um, Tile and, and, and Tracker, they both use something called crowdsourcing. And what that simply is, I'll give an example. Say you left your wallet or purse and you had a tile on it at HEB, Publix, Walmart, some little store, you left it there. And, you know, you come home and you're like, 
oh, I don't have my wallet, purse, whatever. And so what crowdsourcing does is you try to locate the tile and it says, oh, I think it's, I think it's near this address. And uh, or last, last time we seen it was at this address or in your town or whatever. Well, if someone else has the tile app and you know, they're running the tile app and they have Bluetooth on and they walk by your personal wallet that has the tile on it, it'll update you and uh, say, oh, we seen you know, your uh, wallet or purse at this address you know, because somebody in our network has just walked by and we've made contact and, and there you go. So that's what crowdsourcing does. It kind of helps locate your item with someone else's, um, not their tile, but with their device, you know, with their, with their mobile phone that they, you know, they're part of the network too. So that's what, you know, crowdsourcing is. Yeah. And using the crowd of people to help find your stuff. The information like that you were talking about is in that second tab and it's called, and I guess they use triangulation, I think not strangulation, mm -hmm. but triangulation. And uh, you can find out how many people are in your area. It tells you. You have four tiles in your account. There are 3,379 tile members near you in Houston. All right, so. Well, that's, a, that's a lot in, near you, a lot of people. So this is Herbie. Uh, Yes, go ahead. Um, unless, unless somebody else had from the crowd has a question, I do have one for you guys. Um, what then? So Apple has been rumored to come up with their own air tags. What? Like, it, to me, it seems like Tile can pretty much do everything you'd want a Bluetooth uh, thing to do. Mm -hmm. So do you guys know of any advantages that the Apple this, system might have? This is Kenny. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the one advantage they could deploy because they're Apple and they have access to the whole system, is they can put your tie, your air tags, excuse me, into their info into the cloud. So, okay. so, so just like you can use Find My iPhone and kind of research right. it and find it and stuff like that, they can utilize the same technology. I don't know if they will, um, but this is my speculation. They can fully use their resources to to find your air tags just like they can a little bit with the um the, the the airpods and stuff like that except they can go they can do it one step further and um um they um you know they own the hardware and they'll own the air tags hardware and so they can they can really open up that can and really make that system work um the tile and the tracker they have limitations for example you, you have to have the app running um, to to do a lot of this stuff and uh, well to do most all this stuff and, and that is a, a limitation you can't you can't just like I can't just like turn on Bluetooth and and tell it to find my backpack it, it says it's gonna find it but you know it doesn't really work unless they have the app running and um, that's a limitation and tile right now is lobbying um you know congress to kind of tell apple to play fair and apple right, right. they're, yeah, they're really that. limiting these third parties oh. all right um i saw that marty had his hand raised i don't know if people were unable to yeah, yeah they themselves. should be able to unmute now go ahead yeah this is marty yes go ahead um, hey, can you hear me yes oh, okay um my question is is that 
is that tile app the same app um the plantronics 5200 headset supports two apps uh, alexa and tile so is that the same is that the same tile app that you could use with the plantronics 5200 yes headset? um there's a number of devices that Tile has partnered with where you can, you know, find like a pair of headphones or even, even some laptops might have Tile stickers on them. And so um, they partner with a number of devices. The headset doesn't have a Tile sticker. Do you, would you need a sticker for that? or would you, they, yeah. they, It's possible they might have their technology built into the um, headset. I think it is. Yeah, so I, I use the word sticker because uh, I'm thinking of laptops. You can, you know, easily buy a laptop and it'll have a bunch of stickers, and one of those stickers could be a tile sticker. Is the app called Tile, T-I-L-E? Yes, T-I-L-E, yes. Oh, okay. Thanks. All right, good question. Anybody else? We're kind of going to the end here, but anybody have a question about, you should be able to unmute yourself. About Tile, the app. Well, unless that, while people are thinking of questions, I guess I'll just say this much. It used to be when you wanted to call your dog, you had to say his name, and now you can almost literally uh, call your dog by the phone, you know, <laughs> through your phone. So, uh, well, you even know, the, even the pets are entering the high-tech world now, folks. So. Right. Well, they already have chips in them. And, well, you know what? Another idea I thought of is what if you wanted to, you know, you could even put it on a, a person, you know, it would be kind of sneaky. Well, but... it is. Yeah, it's you know, the sticker, I think they kind of notice, but... Uh, it is very, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it is very limited in the range. I mean, 400 yeah. feet is, is, you know, with Talmate Pros, is very optimal conditions, and, uh, you know... Um, yes, but I, I think Chanel had something to say as well, yep, though she didn't yep. introduce herself. Go ahead, Chanel. Yeah, I, that's why I stopped talking, uh, because I realized I was out of turn. No, that's what I was talking about the other day, is, yeah, it would be cool if... Even if it was just like a temporary beacon that you could put on somebody and that way you can stay together in a crowd. I mean, just, you know, two blind people traveling and it's easy to get right. separated sometimes. So well, I think it this is, could work because it would, it, would it would show where, yeah, it, where it is. You right, may not be right. able to hear this, but like, I think, I don't know if David's still on. He said he had one and used it on his luggage. I don't know if you would be able to, I mean, I guess it's loud, but I don't know how you would even be able to hear that in like an airport. So I don't know, but. I think what I would do is, I mean, David might have better suggestions. I'd probably wait till everybody else has grabbed their luggage and then try <laughs> yeah. to use it to find mine. Right. Right. And there are other devices out there. You know, there's a competitor. I think it's, what is it? Uh, Trackar. Trackar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. And their shape is round like a coin and they have pretty small um, devices about the size of, Someone has described it as about the size of a quarter. Okay. And, and they do have re replaceable batteries. And some of theirs even light up when they ring. Oh, wow. Okay. So Trekkar is, is definitely a competitor to Tile. And they also have crowdsourcing. So they, they bring all the cards to the table just like Tile does. Okay. Well, very and, good. Uh, Anybody uh, else? Yes. I had a solution for Chanel's finding... Um, you know, or someone in a crowd. You can always use the. It used to be called Find My Friends. I think they've integrated it maybe into the Find My iPhone. Yeah. So you can, yeah, you can do, do that. that. I guess. 
Anybody else? This is Chanel. Not necessarily. Not if you're still in the same, like, because it's not going to beep or anything. It's not going to direct you, like, indoors. Uh, right. Oh, yes, yes, indoors. Um, you're right. Um, you, you, you won't get that sound notifications. And, you know, where I live, the neighborhood looks the same. And so um, as soon as I find my all my Tilemate Pros, I'm going to tag my house and, and put a tile on the house. So when I get about three, 400 feet away, I can hopefully trigger it and hear the sound and, and be able to find the house. And, you know, the, I have a guide dog and he's great, but sometimes I go without the guide dog and would like a, a you know, other than GPS, a be, another way to, uh, to find the house. Right. And actually, you might want to, our, our uh, Saturday, we talked about soundscape and uh, Mo talked mm-hmm. about creating beacons, beacons you know, yep. on your path. So you could probably check that out. Okay, we are about out of time. Oh, any last questions or about, you know, track the tile or anything else? Otherwise, it's, it's Brad. Go ahead, Brad. You guys are talking about, like we mentioned, putting a tile outside in the front of his house how loud is the thing i mean i can't imagine that i could be too far away from it still be able to hear it i mean for example that find my airpod feature i have trouble using that even in the house <laughs> well, well that's 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 i that's a poor example the tiles are much louder than the than the airpods okay that's good a, they're not like speaker quality loud like man i'm rocking and i can really <laughs> hear that you know but but it is just an idea to you know tag I mean, a, a busy street a couple of blocks from my house there's right airplanes there's constantly yeah i live right. under what me must be a helicopter highway well it's <laughs> they're all well, you know maybe not for you there's a rail right? line nearby it was just an idea it was just an yeah, idea. yeah i just wondered you know you said yeah. that and i'm like that would be great yeah. but I'm well not. the tile mate pros are, are are louder than the than the um tile mates and and and, and so they're they're like the you know yes. the ones with the longest range and uh the, definitely the replaceable battery and uh i will when i find them i'll have to try it out and report oh. back i'm still busy on this is key. Oh, key. sometimes you just have to go back to the basics and uh get some wind chimes <laughs> uh, i don't like yes. you see what, what if, if, if you have 30 houses with wind chimes it's it's very hard <laughs> Not if you have like seven of them, like I do. <laughs> I, definitely, I've been dropped off at the wrong house many times by paratransit. So now I know when I'm home. All right. On that happy wind chime note, uh, we are going to end. Thank you, Kenny, for your help and Herbie and all the people that participated. Uh, we hope you, uh, you know, thank you for participating and answering and asking questions and hope you join us tomorrow for Mac and talk and virtual I book at the virtual I bug night at the virtual movies on Friday for some like it hot all right and good night thank right, you a box of Kleenex will not be necessary good night good night what? thank you good night thank y'all good night